Morning everybody, <clears throat> and welcome once again to today's Sunday Q&A, brought to you from the lower end of the house, because apparently I make too much noise. Who would have thought that? Never saw that one coming. So with the door shut, even when I'm sitting at the table, I've been reliably informed by Lisa that they can still wear me in bed, and a kid has got a job. Old interior design masters Molly is actually now working for some firm called Stella Mannering. She's chief designer for them over in Oxford and um, all things are great. Best part of that news being kids got a job. Wonderful. So now she's worked hard fair play to her. She deserves it. So, But anyhow, so we're down here today. Right. Before we start, I've got to make an appeal. It's kind of a sombre note. Now, some of you guys who might watch the videos may hear me talk about a guy called London Creative. Now, London Creative is a mate of mine. He's my mate, Nick. I've known him since I was working on Hoxton Market. He turned up, he used to be a photographer, the guy. He's one of those arty types, you know, and does the arty stuff and does the walkie-bouty thing and does the, um, the wall climbing thing. And he's got a dog. He's got a dog called Solo. And if you've watched any of the out and about videos, you'll see him in mean, fun little thing, like, you know, he's dragging him around. He's in the pond all the time, like, and all this kind of stuff. Always put in. Solo's not well. Um, I think she was born with some kind of spine condition and um, they've managed to get him down. He's not the richest geezer in the world. And they've managed to get him down a Blue Cross to do the MRI and Solo needs an operation. So I said what I would do at the beginning of mine, they're going to they're gonna try and crowdfund it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a link in the description down below and I'll do a link up there. He's done a video. You can see the dog. You can see it out and about. He's got a little wheelchair, bless it. He's on two wheels. You'll probably see some more videos of Solo, the two-wheel dog. That might be worth a watch, actually. So, but anyhow, so there's a link up there. If you get the chance, if you can watch it, if you can, if you can help, help, help the guy out, it would be appreciated. But like I say, if I do the link, you can have a look for yourself. So anyway, thanks for listening. Right, so on a lighter note, quite literally, my hair, an haircut. I've got used to it. I've been watching a lot of Jason Statham movies. I kind of, you know, listening to Wright said Fred and watching John Luke Picard. He used to be, when I was in the 70s, if you didn't have any hair, you had to have a comb over. You had to have like the, the sort of, the old football thing, like, you know. But um, then fortunately, those were, the, then we got Bruce Willis and John Luke Picard and, um, and the Stafe. And it's like, oh, it's all right, you can, you can be bald now. So um, I've decided, I think I might be going with short haircut. The big advantage is you can wear hats. We well, used to wear hats, and then of course, then if your hair's what you'd end up doing when you lose your hair, you end up trying to do this all the time. You've probably seen me in videos trying to even it out, and I've had enough. I'm just going to cut it off. So I've got used to the hair. Um, as Teddy Gas says, thanks for the mention. He says it will grow back, pal. Mine won't. And like I say, it's all right now. More virile. It's all the testosterone makes it fall out. And um, Mark Lee says, no, no, mate, not Wallace in the wrong trousers, just Pete in a very suspect jumper. The very suspect jumper is, is the wife who's got mad on her knitting. She's knitting everything all the time. I go, at least it's going to be summer soon. We don't need anything made out of wool. We've got cat blankets, gilets. I've got a jumper. I think I'm getting a, um, a poncho. <laughs> I kind of mentioned it. I think I'm getting a poncho. She loves knitting. She says, good for your health. Give you a mental health stuff. Fair play. You crack on life. Why not? So, um, right. So this week's video was the new taco head. So Shane Hardy says, uh, I actually got the new taco head done before Christmas, but like I say, I banked a few up, but now I'm only doing one a week. Oh, I've got news. Oh, I've got news. Um, yeah, but now I'm doing one a week. Um, I don't need that many banked up, so I'm going through. I've only got 
a couple banked up. I'll go through them and then we'll just be doing the most important questions during the day. Some of which you may see is um, I'm jumping out the lorries. I always said all the way along, we'll get to the point when we get the six trucks, I'll jump out, be the six wheel. But the way it's worked, what's worked out is the driver who had all the pile of infringements in a nice possible way was on his way out anyway. And then we had the terrible news that he'd had a stroke which was awful. We got the phone call from one of his sons, so we went, oh, that's awful. So, but he won't be able to work now, so we've done the necessary with them and sorted it all out. He's been taken care of, like, you know. And at the same time, um, one of our, our drivers up in Coventry said, I've got my mate who's just like him, who's really, really good. I mean, he's really good, the guy in Coventry. He said, I've got a mate just like me. And he's, he's just, he's, he was in Arctic, so he's just about to jump out. So we've got him... And then we had another driver who was working for us before who had a hernia who was keen to come back but only wanted to do part-time. So Gordon, the part-time driver, is going to be in Veronica uh, Mondays and Fridays and I'm going to be in the office. So I will now be dealing with the computer system, which means I'll be able to show you how the computer system works. Although, part of me has got the needle a little bit. In the fact, as I've said all the way along, I don't get anything out of the CX and I'm the biggest advert they've ever had. So what I'm semi-tempted to do is ring them up and go, Look, I can do all these videos showing you how the computer system works, but you're going to pay me for it. And if you don't, I'll just do life on the road tracking videos. The thing is, it's probably a hollow threat, because if one of you asks a question, how does the computer system work, I'm about to show you anyway, because I'm soft. If the CX watches that video, I've just shot myself in the foot, and I... But I don't know. We'll see. But I'm going to be anyway. I'm going to be in the office, which is good news for me. It means Mondays and Fridays, I won't be in the trucks. Instead, I'm going to get the other side of things. But I'm going to see what it's like when people ring you in the office and go, I've got no booking number. I can't find the address. Um, the load that you have sent me in to pick up is already gone. I'm going to have the other side. The peak behind the velvet curtain. Coming to a, a YouTube channel near you soon. Brilliant. So... Shane Hardy says, uh, glad to see it got it sorted. Now you can go back to taking care, taking money. Bit late watching as just got home from my operation. Hope it went all right, mate. I hope you're doing okay there. Uh, David Park says, hi, Pete. If you're looking for a taco head fitter, my brother can do it for good value. David, I'm going to bear that in mind because the next one is, it's my mate Ian. And he turns around and says, I know you are now because, he's, I don't know, he's, he says, um, he said, I've got one in the container if you'd have asked. So I'm up the yard yesterday because we've got the gym in the yard and he comes wandering in. Of course, I'm not doing any exercise. I'm just sitting in my jeans staring at my phone. And I, he said, I saw your video. He said, if you'd have asked, I've got one in there. I said, if you anything you haven't got in your container, he's got everything. Ian, I need an angle grinder. Ian, I need something for taking these bolts out. Ian, I need an electric penguin warmer. He'll just go, there's one. Um, and he's the nicest guy. And I went, I didn't think you could fit an old taco head. And he went, yeah, you can. As long as you get them calibrated. He said, I got mine from Scrapyard, 75 quid. I went, we've just done 900 pound on a taco. Twice. Once for me and once for MS61. But this is the thing in life. You learn as you go. If you don't get involved, you'll never learn. And the thing about school is life, life is a great teacher, but the school fees are high. So I now know that if I want to get a taco head fitted, I'm going straight down the breakers. We've got good breakers near us. It's up, I think it's near Corby. Anyhow, but I'll, uh, I'll know for next time, and mate, thanks very much for watching and uh, no comment. Uh, domain name guy says the new Digi Taco has live GPS and data that can be read remotely, even by vehicles while you're driving down the motorway, and it almost certainly be an EMDR compatible for companies that need it to be. That's fine. In fairness, as long as you don't do anything wrong, they can read what they like. In fairness, I'd rather they could read it because they're driving down the motorway, they can read my Taco. They go, oh, should we pull him over? 
No, he hasn't done anything wrong for the next for the last two months. Just let him go. We'll go and get the next one. Brilliant. I'm pleased. The fact that they can, the fact that they can, they can tell what I'm doing acts in my favour because we don't do nothing wrong. So that's great. Um, although Harry's got two infringement this week, but he's oh, bless him. It's to do with, it's not driving infringements, it's to do with work time directive. He's forgetting to take his breaks in the afternoon. He's going over his six hours. He's only going over by 15 minutes, but he's going over, so I've got to talk to him on Monday as part of my new job, working in the office. There we go. So, um, Van on a run says, he says, um, oh, because I said I couldn't work it out. I put the card in, it was embarrassing. Oh, where's the slot? He said, I had to struggle putting the card in my new taco. Reminded me of my first day as a professional truck driver. Um, I was, it was an agency job, and I was too embarrassed to ask the owner of the company how to do it. So I actually put my, how's, how's I actually put my card in the machine? No one teaches you. YouTube came through to the rescue. Yeah, it did for me. No, I didn't. I went back in um, and saved my, saved my blushes. My van is now sold, and I'm out of the CX game. I found a full-time truck driving job, class two, to start hoping I'll get the chance to progress to class one. It's strange having colleagues and the boss after five years of being a sole trader. Mate, you were one of the uh, one of the CX guys, Van on a Run. But what I'm hoping we'll see is a few Van on a Run truck driving videos. And there will be, so I hope you carry on commenting and I hope you carry on watching. And of course, there'll be some new links. People love that, that, that life on a road stuff. I think a lot of people really enjoy that. So let's hope we can see a few of you out there in a big rig. So that'd be great. So, uh, right, 12 ton trucks. We did this last one. Oh, I forgot my pen again. Um, we, yeah, 12 ton trucks. We did this one last week. Um, yeah, what, with, is there a point to 12 ton trucks on the exchange? And my argument is no. It's either go, 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 go small or go big. Go middle is, is a little point to me. For some people I know if you've got a specialist vehicle and some people it does work for specialist reasons. And I'm not saying if it doesn't work for you, don't do it. But on the whole, I would say don't. Um, this is me, Chris Harris, not Charlie. Apparently I called you Charlie. Sorry, Chris. Um, from Atlantis Transport. He said, thanks for the video regarding 12-ton trucks. He said, I'm taking the leap and have applied for my O license. Already negotiated a deal with an 18-ton truck. Good call. Atlantis Transport should hopefully be up and running as an 18-ton car inside instead of a tiny loot and I owe you a beer. You owe me nothing. Uh, currently, I have one-week trial on the HX to get an idea of the jobs in the area. Didn't know they did that. That's a new thing. They must be getting desperate. I doubt that. Any idea of good insurance company for new ventures? We use Business Choice Direct. If you mention my name, theoretically, we get a 50, I get personally a 50 pound kickback, although I haven't seen one for months and that's just my way. But I like Business Choice Direct. I mean, we've had to put Gordon on the lorry, on my lorry and Harry's lorry this week. No problems. They're, they're good to deal with. So, I mean, all I can do, it's handy for me to recommend the people that I use because I use them so I can stand by them but, it, but I would say don't necessarily go with them try everyone get the links but Business Choice Direct might, and if you mention Peter Gove or Peter Career Driver I might get a McGarrett out of it but we'll, that's neither in or there um, on a separate note I've got a Tom Tom Go 520 cost me £500 a year ago it doesn't work well around London get speed limits wrong doesn't update quickly enough to show you closed roads but everywhere else it's worth every penny enter the vehicle details and even running in a Luton 3.3 metres high it has helped me out of areas I don't I don't know with low bridges and width restrictions can't fault it I use Google Maps alongside in London though thanks for your advice again grab a coffee when I'm in the area uh, yeah of course 
Uh, yeah, I'm still with the um, Road Lords thing. Road, I run Road Lords and Waves. And between the two of them, I'm, I'm right most of the time, which is brilliant. Um, Charlie Harris. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Uh, Chris Harris goes on to say, Hi, Pete. Glad you sorted it. Um, an update for me. So I've got an interim O license now, and the 18 truck is bought. Yeah, that's two beers I owe you. Like I say, like, like, like I say Charlie. Um, <laughs> like I say, Chris, you owe me nothing, mate. That's, we're just here to help people. And that's funny. I watched that film, that Banker Dave with uh, Roy Kinnear. I like Roy Kinnear and the other fellow who's been in like uh, W1A and stuff like that. And um, it's just all about a geezer who sets up a bank helping people. He invests in the local community. The local community comes well. They pay him back. They pay him back with interest. He uses the money to invest in other businesses in the local community. I thought, what a nice idea. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a painting by numbers film. You can guarantee about three quarters of the way through. Oh, this is where we're going to have a minor, minor crisis, isn't it, really? But it was decent enough. So, yeah, we're just here to help people. Helping people is the way forward. That cat needs to go out there. And I'm back. Uh, right. On the 18-ton trucks, we just missed it last week. Godzilla is out there. Are you still driving petrol tankers around airports? Um... He said 10 to 12 tonnes has less running costs when empty. You may be able to blag uh, it running through 7.5 tonne weight limits when empty. I wondered about that. If you're in an 18 tonne truck and you go through say, a 12 tonne width restriction, but you're empty, this one for the wise guys. Will they go, no, it's an 18 tonne truck, you're Nick's son? Or will you go, yeah, but when I drove through it, I only actually weighed 10 ton, um, 8 tonne because the truck was empty. I don't know how that works. I don't imagine. I imagine when it says no vehicles above seven and a half ton, it means don't drive your, your bigger vehicles through here, I think. But we're one for the wise guys there. Um, that's, it's basically, you said that's, that's the only advantages of a 12 ton. The rest is downhills. Customers can't be bothered in a fast-moving world to take um, time to work out the load if it's possible, unless it's really cheap, so you earn nothing. You're just restricting your ability to get jobs. A large percentage of the time, you will add items to the load. <coughs> as, uh, <coughs> sorry, mate. Um, they will add items to the load as they're going. This is true. I've often turned up to get 10, you know, 10 pallets. It's turned out to be 12. Um, as you're going that way to fill it up, um, and that's, then you get weight and size problems. Given you will need to phone every 18 ton job listed just to make sure you can fit it on that's a hassle going oh i know it says 18 ton but i've got 12 ton is there any chance i can do it uh but not as soul destroying as being turned down for the only job that you've come across in a two-hour wait that you've just had that is likely to happen most days regular work will be questionable the three to one ton pallets today can be eight ton next week and seven the week after you will not be their go-to guy if you can't cater for those needs so for me it's either seven and a half ton or remain on the cx with a cheap running cost and an easier life or 18 tons and go chase chase the bigger money and i would agree with everything the man says and so yes thanks for backing me up there mate please no it's not just me and on the, on the subject of weights we have one on van weights from crunch bucket and he said he said yeah because he's talking about the weight of um the Lutons, when they get like the laden weight in the back of the cab, it's a jet, it was a flatbed, now it's a Luton with a tail lift, so it's at least 500 kilos heavier, has been lost on what you can carry, they don't tell you this, um, 
the no smoking sticker seems to be more important than losing your license if any smoker gives it, gives, cares about it. So I think what he's saying there is if you look at the plated weight on the van in the cab, it might say that you can carry in the Luton um, one and a half tonne because the van weighs two tonne. But when it's weighing, it weighs two tonne. It said it weighs two tonne as just a chassis body, which is just the cab and the metal bit. And then afterwards, someone has gone and put on a Luton box with a tail lift, which weighs another 500 kilos. So you can't carry one and a half tonne, you can carry one. The safest way to do it is when you get your van or any vehicle, put all your kit in, put your PPE in, put your pallet truck on it, put your straps, put your blankets, put your, your, your spare water bottle, put any oil and stuff that you'll be carrying, then drive it straight down to a waybridge and get a ticket. And we'll fill it up with petrol. And then you'll know how much your van weighs when it's the heaviest. And as long as everything you pick up is the difference. So if your van weighs in at 2,300 and it can carry 3,500, you know that you can carry 1.2 tonne and below and you're safe. So that works. Um, right, the Alternative Courier Driver Awards, 1848. That's not when they were, it's not like a historical date. Uh, are still coming in, brilliant. Um, now remember the categories, uh, it's strangest load, Best return, most lucrative job, most ridiculous directions. Godzilla, if you fancy throwing one in, a domain name guy, you know, because you guys are regular. I'm still open for some more awards. They might happen this year, but we're coming in here. Um, Colin Crookston says, strangest load. <coughs> the towed away, away for a new submarine, HMS Audacious. It's basically a cable they tow behind the thing that acts as an aerial. <coughs> Sorry, yeah. Um, Took it into fast lane nuclear base. <coughs> They're on coffee, They're on cold coming. Uh, several hours waiting to get in while you pass the exams and the security clearance. About three tons of big cable drum done in my 12 ton truck uh, uses 40% less diesel than my 18. So you see, there you go. Colin Crookson's got a use for his 12 ton. Well done, you see. After everything I've said, what do I know? Don't know anyone who listens to me, I talk nonsense. Um, and Adam Cornell says, the strangest thing I've ever picked up was a dog's leg, literally put in a postal sack. Back when I used to pick up animal blood samples and go to a laboratory, vehicle was covered in, vehicle was covered in blood and so was I. You'd think they could put it in a plastic box or something, maybe shrink wrap it. I mean, that's a bit much, isn't it? So, well, strange loads anyway. Strange loads indeed. More career, alternative career driver awards. Looking forward to having them at the end of 2023. They can't be right. This is 1828. So something was wrong with the last one. I'm good at these times now. I don't even know how I bother doing them. Uh, the wise guys. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Steve Campbell. Hello, Steve. How you doing, mate? He says... We're, talking, we're still on the minibus thing. Um, also, you can't drive an empty minibus and get paid a wage. Is that still hide and reward? So you can't pick a minibus and drive it back to the yard and charge them for doing it because that's our reward. Uh, to drive a minibus for a volunteer organisation, you also need to pass a Midas course. Does that mean you can turn everything to gold? And also another course if you carry passengers in a wheelchair with a tail lift. Can't remember that one. I'm going to be honest with you guys. We're going to put the minibus here. I'm not driving a minibus. Not driving, not, not getting a mini metro, not getting the mini metro, not getting the mini metro. I am not driving a minibus. I'm driving an 18 ton truck or now sitting in an office in front of a computer screen working out how to, fl- how to be a shipper. Pete the shipper. Pete is getting along. Pete the courier driver and lorry vlogger and shipper. That title is just going to be longer than the Q&A by the end of it. All uh, right, miscellaneous. Right, he's dirty, that one works. Um, Bellsization says, is paying for the haulage exchange worth money? I've been contacted by the haulage exchange. Return, lo- uh, return loads load up, but I'm sceptical on paying all the cash and not knowing what I'm paying until it's too late. I'm in a 44-ton articulated refrigerated lorry. I have plenty of work for nine months, but the other three months that's causing me grief and the wife wants me back on the road. I was quoted over £1,000 for HS registration, but this is not guaranteed work. Right, what I would say in that situation is, A, you've got a refrigerated lorry, but does that mean you've got to run it with a fridge on? Because if you don't have to run it with a fridge on, when you turn the fridge off, then um, you've, got, you've got a chance. Also, presumably, is it a rigid or is it a tractor? Because if it's a tractor, you can still run the thing, but I'm assuming it's a rigid. I would also say, if the right load came up, if they needed a fridge load in a hurry, you'd get a small fortune for it because you've got a very niche motor there. To me, I would say it's worth a punt. I would say for, elite, for one load in a fridge lorry, if you were the right guy at the right time with a 44 tonne, you're going to get between 500 and 1,000 pounds. You could get, I know a guy once who got paid nearly 800 pounds to move 12 pallets from London to Coventry because he happened to be in the lorry, the right place, the right time. We have got 14 pallets. They need to be in Coventry now. And the guy said, I can be in half an hour. It's going to cost you 800 quid. A bloke went, I'll take it. I'll take it. And we think about it, split across the 14 pallets. It doesn't get that dear then, does it, really? It's like, um, what, 50 quid a pallet, a bit more? And you go, okay, fine, I'll take it. So I would, I would take the risk. Worst case scenario, you've done a grand. A grand's a lot of money to do. But best case scenario, you get one job off the HX. The bloke says, oh, you're around the corner. We need you all the time. And you get work all the time. And I, I, for me, it's worth a punt. I can't promise anything. But if it was me, I'd have a punt. 
On the zones, we're still on the zones, aren't we? Oh, Ricky Sunak, a lot of people are screaming, going, you've got to turn this in because you're telling us all we've got to buy brand new motors. We live in London, we ain't got no money. The mortgage has gone up, the gas bill's gone up, and you're telling me I've got a dumpy van now. So, Christ, not Ricky Sunak, it's the other one. It's um, Sadiq Khan. Um, Mark Lee said, he says, hi, Pete. Uh, here again, uh, thank you for asking the question Q&A. He said, um, another quick question for you. If you could, how long do you think it will be before shippers will request only Euro 6 vans vehicles? So making the change from ULEDs to, to CAS obsolete, as well as many drivers with Euro 5 vans. Do you think this is a likelihood as companies try to become more compliant in so-called green measures? To be honest with you, Mark, I don't think they care. Nobody cares the motor that you drive, mostly. I would say maybe 2% will be asking for particularly green motors. All most people care about is that you turn up on time, you're tidy, you're polite, you get the goods on board, you get the goods there as quickly as possible in good condition, you get them off, you get the PODs, and that's it. They don't care what motor you're driving, they don't care what's on the side of it, they don't care what's in the cab, they don't care how green it is, they just want their stuff delivered safely for a good price. So no, I don't think that's going to be an issue ever, mate. The only time it'll ever become an issue is when it just becomes prohibitive. The time it'll become an issue is when you can't, when in 15 years' time, when you can't actually find a petrol station without going 100 miles out your way. But while technology is so far behind, I wouldn't worry about it at all. Um, Ram Parkash says, um, he said, we've got a problem. The government should pay us a grant to do it. This would be lovely, mate, but as we all know, there's a finite amount of money there and the nurses need more money and the firemen need more money and we need more police and we need more and the potholes have got to be done. And it's got to come from somewhere and at the same time, if someone says we're going to put the tax up, no, we can't pay no more tax because the mortgage has gone up. So it, there's, it ain't going to happen. There's only so much money in the pot and we are not going to get it. So it's down to us, my friend, down to us to make it work. So... Um, Cal John, Cal John on C says... Um, Thanks for the OP. It's a business and nothing more. Yeah, I think we kind of know that. It's, it's um, poor people's tax under the guise of ecology. That's what it is. There is a petition. It's a please sign a petition. I don't think anything's going to come of it. It's kind of gone to a full stop. But we turn around. And if you can, share it with your mates. And we're all doing a petition to say, stop the zones. It's nonsense. It, it, I mean, I have done a video on... Um, on how it doesn't even work. What it actually does is generate more CO2, not less CO2. It might generate less in the actual area where the office workers are and where the shops are, but where the schools and the people live, it actually goes up. Godzilla showed me that. Because you're going round and you're sitting in traffic for longer, so you're booting out more. But it's just an absolute nonsense, and like many other things in this life, nonsenses that we seem to have to live with. Uh, right, I did one a little while back on tipping in Lidl. And uh, Jingerman cars, so don't. Oh, uh, German cars don't signal. Mm, oh, yeah, you're right, they don't. Um, he said, I've never seen the DVSA outside the extra RDC. Glad to hear that you, ha you were in and out in no time, but it's a different story for us loading. Long waits due to the lack of pickers who decide to turn up and, and checks done on our loads, which often turns out to be incorrect, so they go by uh, what the driver's figures are, i.e. pallets, uh, bread, chill, ambient. Another thing you don't want to do in Exeter RDC <coughs> is part where you are because it blocks off the uh, blue and the red diesel tanks for the haulers, yes, yeah, so um, I think what he's saying there is it was lucky because I was tipping, they took it off. If I was collecting, 
another another thing altogether. I don't really get down to Exeter much, to be honest with you. And now I'm in the office two days a week. I'm less likely to spend. I'm, oh, that's another thing. I mean, when it eventually does go, if we can, if it does work, and we do get another full-time driver, I'm going to be part-time drivers filling in on the lorries. So there will be videos on. This is me in the Merc. This is me in the CF. Oh, what's this funny knob in the middle? Makes makes it go faster and slower. Gear sticks. I remember those. Uh, right. Uh, and finally on the miscellaneous this week Gaming Goose says he said about the CX tried it didn't work I was a courier for 8 years uh, and the only way that worked for me was getting my own contacts and subbing the CX was basically £1,800 up front to get access to companies that can, you can find by simply searching Google if you use the CX for work you'll never get any decent rates I was getting my own small van work at a pound a mile from my own sources and doing flyers using the CX is a struggle to get over 70p a mile it was shocking and the back rates were even worse some offering 100 mile jobs for 25 quid Fair enough, that's your thing. What I would say there is, yes, you're 100% right. You should get your own customers. End users are the way forward. You should leaflet. You should phone. You should go call. You should knock on doors wherever you can. As for the CX, um, yeah, you probably will get 70p a month. The one that really comes into its, its own, which is where it is supposed to come into its own, is when it's a backload site. So you get your own customer from Luton and you drive down to Portsmouth. You're not going to have your own customer in Portsmouth because no one's going to employ you because you're not there all the time and, you, and you're not going to be able to find one in two hours so that's when you go on a CX and see if there's a load going back if it's 100 miles and they say pays 25 quid you go well in that case you can drive it yourself but if you ring them up and you go it's 100 miles and it pays 70 quid you get 70 quid for driving home and that's where the CX comes into its own and that's what it's all about so and in conclusion this week 2720 write it down this week um tall man in a small van says pete you don't you might even be inducted into the lofty heights of YouTube trucker road legends at this rate with your new channel name, Pete, the courier driver, and lorry vlogger, and shipper, and dodgy jumper wearer, and slightly bald, and yeah, I know, and Echo Warrior, part of the people. Um, oh, I don't know where it's going, mate. I just keep going. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to learn patience. Just, just you know keep moving in the right direction and see where it goes um and shane hardy says another fine sunday morning started in the right way pete i'm sure this is probably not the right way to start sunday but i'm very grateful for the um input and i hope you feel better right guys that's it for another sunday so we're all um we're all out there i'll let you know i get on next week it'll be nice not to have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to an alarm clock i mean the chances are i'll probably get a phone call at five o'clock in the morning from one of the drivers going can't find the place in which case I'll have to find it. But at least I'll be sitting in the warm with a cup of coffee. It's going to be interesting. I wonder if it's one of those things, because I actually quite like the driving, and I quite like the challenge, and I quite like the moving about. But it'll also be nice to be at home a bit more, and I'll be nice to get on top of things a bit more. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I'll let you know next week. In the meantime, take care. Take money. <laughs>